Greetings, greetings, greetings this fantastic Friday, August 12th, 2022. Today's read is going to get into the climate part of the climate change bill recently passed by the United States Senate. Personally, I feel like it's about time that it was addressed by those who are in a position to address what we as humanity have done to nature, Mother Earth, ourselves. Um, Changing how we utilize energy is important. So this bill is an important first step into correcting the mistakes we've all been guilty of making as far as climate change. Let's get into this read. This article is a New York Times article published today, August 12, 2022, written by German Lopez. Headline, Good Morning, The Climate Bill Will Make Cleaner Energy Cheaper for Everyone. Okay, sounds good. Ditching Fossil Fuels. By the end of today, Congress will likely have passed the biggest climate bill in United States history. What's in the bill? The bill's climate provisions are mostly a collection of subsidies for energy that does not emit any carbon, like solar, wind, and nuclear power. Without those subsidies, polluting fossil fuels are often still cheaper. The subsidies try to give cleaner energy an edge. I don't mean this as an exaggeration. This really changes everything, said Jesse Jenkins, a climate policy expert at Princeton University. It is effectively going to shift the financial case away from dirty energy toward clean energy for everyone. For consumers, the subsidies will reduce the prices of electric vehicles, solar panels, heat pumps, and other energy-efficient home improvements. Uh, as the non-energy efficient truck <laughs> makes loud noises outside my window. Uh, you can claim the subsidies through tax filings. That's how you claim the subsidies? Okay. Uh, you can also claim it as a separate rebate if you don't file taxes or, in some cases, immediately when you make a purchase. Let's say you want to buy one of the cheaper new electric vehicles on the market right now, priced around $40,000. To get the subsidy, you will first want to make sure the car qualifies. The bill requires, among other things, that the vehicles are assembled in North America. Ask the car dealer or manufacturer to find out. Then, make sure that you qualify. Individual tax filers cannot make more than $150,000 a year, for example. And given high demand, you might have to order a car well in advance. If you meet the requirements, you can claim up to $7,500 in tax credits, effectively bringing the price of a $40,000 vehicle to $32,500. That is the tax credit for new cars. For used cars, there will be a smaller tax credit of up to $4,000. The goal of both credits is to even the playing field. Cars 
that burn fossil fuels are still generally cheaper than electric vehicles. With the credits, electric cars will be much closer in price to, if not cheaper than, similar non-electric vehicles. I'm going to pause right here and get rid of this truck sound in the background and I'll be right back. Okay, now back to it. For home improvements, let's see. Those are the vehicles. Okay, here we are. For home improvements, the process will be different, but the basic idea is similar. For a typical $20,000 rooftop solar installation, tax credits will cut the price by up to $6,000. There are also subsidies for heat pumps, electric stoves, and other energy efficient projects. The hope is to make all these changes much more affordable for everyday Americans, leading to less reliance on fossil fuels and expanding the market for cleaner energy. A good deal. The bill includes a slew of benefits for businesses too. For example, they will be able to claim credits to replace traditional cars with electric ones, saving as much as 30% on each vehicle's cost. Another set of incentives will encourage businesses to build and use cleaner energy. Similar credits have existed in the past, but they often expired after one or two years, producing unpredictable boom and bust cycles for investors and businesses. This time, Congress is establishing the credits for at least a decade. Nice, okay. Helping create more certainty, and the credits will, for the first time, apply to publicly owned utilities and nonprofits. Nice. A large segment of United States electricity providers. The bill does include a compromise. Of course, uh, it requires more leasing of federal lands and waters for oil and gas projects. Senator John Manchin, the most conservative Democrat in the Senate, demanded this provision. But... Experts say that it will have only a modest impact in terms of greenhouse gas emissions. Overall, the bill will subtract at least 24 tons of carbon emissions for each ton of emissions that the oil and gas provisions add, according to Energy Innovation, which is a think tank. It's a trade-off. My colleague, Coral Davenport, who covers energy and environmental policy, told me, but in terms of emissions impact, it's a good deal. The bottom line, the bill will make cleaner energy and electric vehicles much cheaper for many Americans. Over time, it will also likely make them more affordable for the rest of the world as more competition and innovation in the United States lead to cheaper, better products that can be shipped worldwide and it will move America close to President Biden's goal of cutting greenhouse emissions to half their peak by 2030, according to three independent analysis. The bill is also a sign that the United States is starting to take climate change seriously, that 
will give American diplomats more credibility as they ask other countries, such as China and India, to do the same. Still, many scientists believe the United States will eventually need to do more, yes, to prevent severe damage from climate change. This bill is really only the beginning, said Leah Stokes, a climate policy expert at the University of California, Santa Barbara. Okay, so I do give kudos where kudos is due. And we need to be making movements towards clean energy. And this sounds like a really good first step. So, okay, America. Nice one.